Hello and welcome to the KCSU Music Podcast by KCSU FM. I'm Lindsay, the music director here at KCSU, and today I wanted to talk a little bit about the different ways in which artists make their music. Obviously, every artist has their own unique methods, but I personally am very interested in the music making process, and so for this podcast, I did a little research to get some insight into how it's done. What really interests me about this is how musicians find ways to carry out their vision for a song and experiment with ideas, lyrics, and sounds until they're conveying exactly what they mean. Obviously, this topic is too broad to cover completely, but still, if you're someone who's looking to make their own music, maybe this will give you some tricks on how to do it. To help you out, we're going to highlight some advice by artists who know what it takes to make a good song. Let's start by focusing on Bleachers, the stage name of artist and producer Jack Antonoff. His first single, I Wanna Get Better, hit number one on the alternative airplay billboard charts in the summer of 2014. But even if that doesn't ring any bells, you've still certainly heard Antonoff's sound before, just maybe not under his own name. He's helped to produce whole albums for Lord, Kevin Abstract, and Taylor Swift, among others. Something that attracts me to Antonoff's music is his ability to turn an emotion or even an impulse into sound. For example, he states that using an echo or chorus effect on vocals gives the feeling of shouting something to the world, whereas close, solo vocals could feel more secretive or intimate. So, as someone who clearly knows how to write a heavy-hitting song, what is his advice? In an article from Vulture, he says, quote, A pop song isn't automatically simple and stupid. What makes a pop song is its listenability, something you want to hear over and over. There are a few different parts to making something listenable, like reliability and relatability. Reliability in a song implies a pattern of sound that our brains find at least somewhat easy to predict. We're biologically programmed to feel good when we identify patterns. Literally, it helps us produce dopamine, which is why some pop songs take the angle of just repeating the same verse multiple times. The next piece, relatability, is the act of writing lyrics around a concept or feeling that everyone experiences. This can be a slippery slope because how many love songs are out there? Antonoff's advice is that the song's main idea should be something that everyone can relate to, while the verses themselves should be specific to you, the songwriter. He also says that listeners want to be challenged, and dumbing down your music to try and make it relatable to the listener isn't going to hold their attention for very long. Those might be things to keep in mind when thinking about the idea of a song, but there are more concrete steps to the process as well. Antonov's songwriting practice looks like this. He starts with a big idea, like a phrase or a whole experience, and then starts to go off of that. What does the idea of I want to get better sound like? What follows is a journey of experimenting with different pieces, like maybe a beat or a guitar part. And then he starts to get a gut feeling of what sounds right for the concept he's building around. Questions follow, like what should happen in the pre-chorus or how do we make this more exciting? Antonov admits that there is no set path to follow. For him, at least, it's all about patience and intuition. Moving on, let's talk about Taylor Swift. P. 
People seem to have a range of personal feelings about her, but no matter what those are, her grasp on songwriting is undoubtedly masterful. Part of her ability is to shamelessly put into words the dramatic emotion that can accompany close relationships. Part of her method is finding specific moments from her own life that, even though they feel so personal, have still somehow been experienced by all of us. This includes phrases from intimate conversations or meaningful imagery. For example, let's pull a lyric from the song All Too Well off her 2014 album 1989. It goes, I left my scarf there at your sister's house, and you've still got it in your drawer even now. This visual, a scarf tucked away in the bottom of a drawer of somebody you aren't close to anymore, is so simple and poignant. It's the perfect example of that arbitrary item that acts as some final link between you and somebody you used to love. It's the idea that they still see it and think of you, or that at some point you might even see them again to get it back. There may be the misconception that her songs pour from her huge life experiences, which have certainly been more phenomenal than most, but Swift has said that her process usually starts with a moment of inspiration from everyday life, a thought in the middle of the night, or flipping the meaning in a common saying. Swift's own songs usually start with an idea and turn into a whole story arc, whether that be truth or fiction. Her driving force, though, as with many musicians, artists, and people of all sorts, is the desire to connect. She says that anyone can do this if they are only willing to be so open. You can hear Swift talk about this and so much more about the making and recording of music in her Netflix documentary, Miss Americana. Digging into this topic is a reminder that we all have this deeper level that feels so unique to us personally, and yet 7 billion strangers know exactly what we're feeling. Thank you so much for joining me today to hear some tips and advice on songwriting and making music. And if it inspired you to create something, we would absolutely love to hear it here at KCSU. Go to our website, kcsufm.com, to submit your musical projects and have a chance at being played on air. Once again, I'm Lindsay, and this is the KCSU Music Podcast by KCSUFM. Catch you next time.